0: Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Welcome back. I'm so glad you could join us. You have Thomas and Majana. Hello. (laughs) Hey. Hanging around here. (laughs) So let's talk about how to foster our children's abilities and notice we're fostering not uh, helping them connect because they probably already have that yeah they're better than we are oftentimes yes so as i was thinking about this what is it and and as i've mentioned before i'm putting together i want to help everybody foster or reconnect with this ability everybody that wants to so I've really been thinking about what does that take? What does it feel like on the inside? What are the steps and so forth? And boy, one thing that really, really jumped out at me was watching a family the other night. We were um, at a restaurant, and this little girl was probably four, maybe five years old, but had fallen asleep in her mom's arms. And dad and brother were there, and this was it on was an outside. A really good restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very tired. They obviously had been out in the sun all day. They were very, you could tell, like swim had been swimming and stuff. So this little girl was tired. And there was, it was an outside patio and there was some live music. Very, very nice. And this little girl, I d- I don't know what happened, but she woke up. And obviously she was not ready to wake up and felt her father had something to do with that. So she stood up and what I heard. So I looked over and saw what this was. So this child is yelling, I hate you, at her father and hitting him. And the mom is just standing there looking at the child and looking at the dad, like, see, there you get, you know, you deserve that or whatever. I'm so, I, you know, I don't know if he was trying to wake the child up or whatever. But it wasn't, not only was it not a pleasant exchange for anybody in the restaurant, my thought was, Wow, what is, what are the dynamics in that family? And as I'm thinking about all of this to tune in and connect, what does it take and what does it feel like? What really came back to me was that image. And wh- how are we teaching our children to connect with not only us, but others on this realm and on the, on the other side? And this is why I say that. I've become very aware that when I'm connecting, whether whether it's angel's guides or somebody that's crossed over, because they're no longer in this dense earth energy, it is very, very beneficial for me to raise my energy. So this is a learning process for me. These are things I've always done, but haven't really analyzed it or thought through what am I doing at the time. So I'm, bec- I'm really hyper aware of all this right now. So I'm raising my energy, especially with angels and guides, and opening, just being really open to receive. And with that openness is required some empathy, especially if I'm translating or relaying information from someone on this plane to someone on that plane. I want to be empathetic to the pain the person on this plane and on the earth is going through or any anything that may be present and the spirit side connects with me I'm very visual so I it's usually a visual connection but it's often also very emotional I mean Thomas has seen me when you know a spirit shows up and and there's just a lot of emotional energy that was has been unsettled since they made their transition It it definitely takes energy from us, doesn't it? It it does. It it really does because you're making a connection. And I mean, there are times when I'm connecting with a spirit that and it's just really emotional and I'm crying, trying to and I'm not an emotional person, people. I'm Capricorn. (laughs) So I'm connecting. But it's important for me to accurately relay that information that I be willing to connect on that empathic level as well. So back to our earth plane and our children, there is a whole research base, right? And you can find, I know you can find a research base to support anything, but also when a child, children just do better with boundaries. They just do because it's safety. It's giving them emotional. I mean, everybody gets the physical safety. You teach your child not to run out in the street without looking. So that's the emotional or physical safety, safety boundaries but they also need emotional safety boundaries. And for me, in my opinion, basic to that is you do not yell and scream at your parents and hit them and tell them that you hate them. There is nothing emotionally safe about that for the child or the parents. So, if we're allowing our kids to do that and we are not setting boundaries and teaching them to be to have empathy, for those people that they love the most and are their role models, how can we teach them to have empathy for anybody else, whether it's on this plane or another plane? So we're depriving them of that boundary and that sense of safety, but we're also depriving them of that close connection that they could be feeling. So, you know, I have kids and I am not an expert I do what I do, but I also know that part of the connection is based in empathy. It is based, it's a heart-based connection. It's a high level of energy connection. And again, if you're in a low level of anger and what, not feeling safe, then you can't jump up to a high level of energy. So it's just when we're talking about our kids, it's the same with things with us. All of those things that we know as being high levels of energy apply to them, too. So why not foster in them skills to communicate within boundaries in a loving way? And that means modeling that, right? But do you ever yell at your kids and hit them and tell them you hate them? Of course not. So modeling and expecting them to respond in like is hugely important and then when we can help them understand that these things that they're seeing and sensing on the other plane it's okay and you know your grandpa's there and he's reaching out to you because he loves you and he misses you too and it's safe then they can make that connection because they're at a higher level of energy and then back on the earth plane when these kids have their boundaries so they're emotionally safe then they can be, they, that's what makes leaders, right? You can have connections with other people. You can practice empathy with other people and identify. It's all about connection. When you're secure in yourself, you can have connections with others, and that's what makes leaders. That's what we need in this world. And even as adults, because our jobs as parents is to help our kids grow into becoming a positive contributing member of society and I don't know of any adult role or job that doesn't have boundaries (laughs) sometimes a little more than we would like but there are behavior boundaries and there are expectations and just you know we want to help our kids growing into into that so my I guess maybe a challenge is just kind of see where you are with yourself and with your kids and have conversation around it. This doesn't mean, you know, that now it's all of a sudden heavy handed and you can't do this conversation because it's equity, honoring your children and teaching your children to honor you. And if this is not you, maybe you've got this, your family's got this going on, but there's a family or, uh you know, a family member or friend or whatever, you can set those boundaries with yourself And you might get some interesting looks, but I have truly never had another parent say to me, I can't believe you talk to my child that way. It's maybe some shock and some awe and watching. And I have had parents come back to me and ask me about that because then that child and I have a great relationship. So just a suggestion, because this all, you know, things aren't isolated. We don't have isolated skills. Communicating with the other side is not an isolated skill. If you don't have good communication skills with people that you can see, how can you have them with people you don't see, <laughs> right? It's all tied together. So I would love to hear your stories about this, your comments, your questions, your struggles, your testimonials, what, everything. You can get us at Majana. that's M-A-J-O-N-A, at lifeafterliferadio.com. And until next time, namaste.